Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Good morning, Scott and Tammy. What's going on, Carmen? Uh, We're coming to you from the Become More Kitchens this morning, where everything is hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Well, compared to last month when it was 40 below zero, yeah, today it's supposed to be 50. That is hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Very hot. One of the things that we talk about a lot at Become More is curiosity. And in fact, I think that it's one of the characteristics that attracted me to my husband. He's a very curious man. He likes to learn things. He wants to know. But besides curiosity being attractive to me, at least, and a spouse, we at Become More talk about it as a great employee characteristic as well. And so I thought today would be a good chance to talk a little bit about what does it mean to be curious in the work setting and why is that important? I love this question. Because it is important. Because we said it's important. I don't know why Why else. End of podcast. Thank you, (laughs) listeners. I I don't even know why this is a discussion. Well, a lot of people actually, I think, are so busy doing stuff that it's kind of like they're on a hamster wheel and you just go, 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 go. And you don't take the time to think and take the time to be curious and take the time to expand your world. And I think it's not that they aren't curious. They simply are stuck in that busyness trap. Where there's a lot of telling. And not a lot of asking. And I think there's this piece I'm seeing more and more. It's the act. And Tammy, you're calling it the the busyness trap. I see it as people are saying performance is I've completed my task. Check mark. I check. Okay, I've done that. Check. Okay, I've, I've done the compliance training. Check. Therefore, I'm a good performer. And I'm noticing more and more very few are looking at What results are you getting out of that activity? We've been talking about this at Become More, phishing attempts and the emails you get about, hey, you know, send the Nigerian prince this amount of money and (laughs) and organizations do the compliance training and they purposefully send out phishing emails internally to see who clicks on it and they still have people click, which means hey, what's going on there? Well, no, what that means we just need to do more training. And we need to do more. And it's like, no, slow down a moment. Get curious about what is creating that. Yeah, this piece, I think, Scott, yeah, I call it the busyness trap. You're kind of explaining it from the standpoint of, you know, we are in this world where it's like I have 17 tasks on my to-do list and I kind of get a high every time I put a check mark on it. And I am saying I'm a good employee. Check, 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 check. And sometimes we're doing this stuff because we are going so fast. We've put no thought into it. And so I was (laughs) at a training program two days ago and someone over the lunch hour was going to listen in on 
a webinar and one of her coworkers came over and said, is this one that you really want to go to? Or is this one that you're just going to say I attended? And I thought, what an interesting question. It's right in front of me. What an interesting question. And the person that was asked that question was like, no, this one I really want to learn something about. This one. And and I think there's so many activities that we get credit for, for completing, for showing up versus getting credit for how is that expanding our ability? How is that moving the organization forward? How is that making a difference for our customers and the people we serve? We get credit just for the activity instead of activity that is, I don't know if this is the right word, but like smart or purposeful or intentional that makes a difference. And I think it is important that we're not saying don't complete your tasks. No. That is not the message. It's really saying, okay, what, what work do you have? What's the work? And then is that getting you the results and the outcomes that you want? And it's okay. Right now, you might be saying, yep, I got that task done. Yep, I got that task done. Yep, I got that task done. Then saying, hey, how is that working for us? And then assessing, is it I'm not doing the right tasks? Or is it I'm not doing the tasks in the right way that are giving me the outcome that maybe I don't desire, or it's not as good as it could be. To me, that is that curiosity to look at those pieces to say, okay, I'm doing the work, but I'm not yet getting the outcome. One of the things, and I I think that's exactly right, and we've been talking uh, with some folks who are doing sales recently, and one of the things that the conversations that we had is like, you know, they're going to networking events and they're meeting all of these people. So, hey, I've gone to the networking event. I've met these people and I have a whole stack of business cards and I can take those business cards and I can now put them into kind of my database and my database of potential customers is getting bigger. And yet we're not seeing an increase in sales. And in that space, I think part of it has to do with this curiosity piece. They go to these network events and in their head, the goal, the outcome is number of business cards, number of people that I speak with versus the outcome, the goal being I need to have a person or maybe two people that I actually end up spending time with them, asking questions, getting curious about who they are, what is it that they do? What does their organization do? What are the things that they're experiencing? Where could our organization or their organization really help in that particular spot. That's all being curious to understand the human condition that that person is in and getting to know them. Maybe we would be better off, and this is one of the things that we suggested, is instead of trying to get quantity, if we could actually get curious about two people, get to know two people, build the beginnings of a relationship with two people in that spot, and then push off from there. To me, that's an example of activity, go get business cards, and curiosity, spend some time, get to know this person. And you know, sometimes we meet people and the first thing you go, no, this is not, I don't like this person. And stepping back for a minute, stop being so judgmental in that spot and say, hey, what does this person know? What is it that this person knows that I don't know? What is their experience that's different from mine? 
and spend a little time expanding that and looking for that spark, that thing that makes them different and interesting and connect with them in that space instead of saying, oh, this is not my people. And I think we do that all the time. We meet people and we go and we go and we go instead of being curious about who is this person and digging deep to find it. Because some people it's easy to see, but some people it's not easy. And that's a place where we can be curious and it makes a difference in the person's life that you're talking about, as well as for you building that network, building that relationship, building that group of people that you can rely on and is part of you know your tribe that helps you succeed in life. It's kind of like asking what if more often, you know, what if this person really had something for me? What if is a phrase that I often used in working with creative people and giving them feedback and looking at a product and decide, you know, trying to notch up and level up the quality instead of saying, you should do this or it should be that. We had great conversations around what if this went here? What if that went there? What if we changed this in this way? And that curiosity, I think, made the product better for the conversation. I love that tool. Yeah. And, and another one is how could we, right? So we oftentimes say we can't, they won't let us. Let's just turn that around and say, how could we? And all of a sudden you're looking at options and alternatives and, you know, different paths that could possibly get us there in that space. And that is a tool, right? What if, how could we, what would awesome or great really look like? I mean, there's so many questions that if we asked ourselves, we could stick with it and make it better. And I think that's part of what Scott and I are really saying is oftentimes we just go to the most expedient conclusion instead of spending a little bit of time in it beforehand or afterwards being curious to build it up. And I think it is intentional. And I will also tell you, I read something just yesterday and it said the art of taking time to learn every day, whether that's a 15 minute First thing in the morning, you read a couple pages of a book or you listen to a podcast or whatever that is. If we're not continuing to learn to expand our perspective, we will never be curious. So are you feeding your mind? And what's interesting is the research says if you are not learning, most of us are actually not as happy and satisfied with our lives. So there is this thing about being human, about expanding our understanding and curiosity, learning, building in that spot is something that actually feeds our souls. To me, I think it is taking the time, even if it's 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes a week to purposefully do that, because I get that there are going to be times that I can't be as purposeful as I need to be. Hey, I have this deadline. Hey, this was a surprise. Knock on wood. You know, when it's really cold, people's pipes freeze, or I have to get this done to move on and that may distract away. Or we talk with managers who are working managers that they are short staffed. And so they're doing work that really ideally would be their team's work. My favorite conversation is when they say, well, yeah, I got five phone calls yesterday. Okay, cool. Congratulations. Are you logging them? Are you looking at them? And I might not be able to address it today, but what are you doing 
to reduce the number of times people are calling you. Yeah, what's the trend and theme? And then how do you take action to reduce those interruptions, to reduce those questions from your staff, to reduce those things from recurring? That is being curious. Mm -hmm. And it also, in the end, kind of takes your world and makes it better because you're saying, I don't have to deal with this kind of mundane stuff if I can go and attack it from a root cause so it doesn't continue to happen. And there is payback for for each one of us when we start to think and spend time and to consider what we could do, what if, right? What could If we do that, there's a payback for us individually in terms of how we do spend our time, as well as this benefit of, you know, the expansion of our minds and our potential and those types of things. And if you put that as your last thing on that to-do list, what happens is it you never get to it. So prioritizing it and setting aside that time. And again, it is 10 minutes of learning. You don't have to say, oh, I'm going to take a whole day and learn. I'm going to go to this class. You can actually find 10 or 15 minutes every single day. And one of the things that we force our folks to do, honestly, the word is force. It's kind of mandatory is, Scott, what do we make them do like constantly? Well, we make them work and... Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am guessing that you are suggesting that we have them read. We do. And, and we we typically pick somewhere between six to 10 books a year. That is, hey, we're going to read them. We're going to talk about them. We do every other month. We have book club. It's where called people, Leadership, uh, Libations, and Learning. It is. So you come and you can actually have a beverage of your choice while we discuss the book. And it's open for everyone. It's free. And um, we have a lot of folks that just kind of read the summary in the PDF and come and join us. Our staff, we kind of expect them to read the whole thing. But it is a time period that we get to not only read it, but we know that by reading it and discussing it, we actually expand our understanding because other people have different perspectives and it's the content of the book sticks more because we had that conversation. And the book we did just yesterday was Talk to Strangers, which was a great, great book, had a great group. Our next one is April 30th and it is The Advice Trap, which is the follow-up book to Michael Stainer's The Coaching Habit. Coaching Habit. And if you've not read The Coaching Habit, great book as well. Here's the thing about his books. They are super readable. So it's one of those things where if you said, hey, I'm just going to take it and I'm going to read a snippet like every other day, you could actually read a chapter probably in 10 minutes. So it's one of those that's super digestible. And uh, again, bring a pen write in your books, highlight in your books, bend corners over. And what's really cool about that is then it becomes yours and it helps you retain those things that you're reading and then you can use it. Something will happen in the next week or so and you're like, oh yeah, Michael said we should do this and you can try it and see what works for you. That is a simple way to expand your curiosity Mm -hmm. is to invest in yourself by reading can also do audiobooks for those of you who don't like to read read do it while you're driving uh, um the subhead on that book the advice trap is be humble stay curious and change the way you lead forever 
a nice tie-in to our curiosity thing. And listeners, you can go to our website, becomemoregp.com, and under the events tab, find all of our books. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.